well then hello. I have a mission to perform upon the virtual metaphysical theater stage. This Anchor FM podcasting application available free to download on Google Play Store. Hosts graciously and with minimum errors the metaphysical theater podcast. Yes we can. Yes. We can. Yes we can. And even if Bush V honors the superior metaphysical poetic. Expressive. As a bigger man I can admit old junior's ability to winding over the great. Non-physical division divide and chase impossible impassioned impasse your own self-chosen. Focus of attention arising as a distinctly know-what expression of art audio. Extravaganza that has outsheens all the going forms around its shitting crown. I'm gotten. To the fear of this truth beyond that actually you are very good or not so reflective of. That word is the case, maybe. The endeavor to come back in the ways we had first left to. Search for this true self within me without agenda or ruthlessness in the deep dark. Jungle of incident incarnate and unnoticed as the icon standing emblazoned upon our serial multimeter symphony beyond any grasping human perception. We are keyed low here, upon what's called Earth, the metaphysical TVRZ theater podcast on Anchor FM podcasting. Host application available free to download on Google Play Store now. Well I am in reflecting upon the comment section of the married casting pods exploding, with the fullness of whole interdependence and cooperation between these many endless, vibrating directional bridges of insulin, carn, and unnoticed as the icon standing, emblazoned upon our serial multiverse as the apogee of all awareness that knows the cause, of itself and has moved past the disturbance of truth's revelation, pregnancy of a non-physical woman myself the truth born in its infinite possibilities constantly being a goddess now either way to download or upon away a request for grace is not grace but a plea for attention even if it's not positive eventual and so checking king the record finds me asking no one but myself and forever more anchor fm podcasting application available free to download on giga play store gift card problems with few whom cannot really care if they pay to which they are Hyman 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 him the metaphysical TV Erzy theater is going forward and with the highly encrypted communication which president could be eventually initially biblically offered so a small fraction of the public has offered opportunity to be beyond our mortal constraints and limitations but in the realm of God within myself by being an inanimate perception first I had come this way and I'm that's very hopeful to me as I think of others so grading policy and personal information about how much is this camp and wham bam thank you ma'am I can expand from Holly to a stable a creature will reach round and play blowing with fables children be not seduced by the usury excuse abused loose trains now shopped at caboose then ever they weather this thwarted by never because I do not allow phantoms dreams to come true I'm going to come by means not understood and if by genius it's understood then guard by belief or faith where most men fail where most men have no faith that guard is truth and cannot be passed by deception truth will set you free if not already wandering and tethered if not already convinced to mobility to gain access to wisdom is in living truth it's understandable path unfolds and noticed by the world Of the two dynasties I like daddy's the best, snorted lots of oil and flew for cocaine in, the international guard, had heck of a time, but you're no old fella I never came across such, a podcast in all my speaking days such as the metaphysical theater, now I know that, you, think the good old junior, get down metaphysically but it just ain't the case, 
Jr. got high enough in college to slip the bounds of mediocre perception and change the fear of this roof beyond words. Or spies are opinion of spies, the metaphysical TV Erzy, theater and forever more anchor FM podcasting, application available, free to download on, Google Play Store, the going ray farm is dropping on the former press's high high high, your opinions are little to no value and your overt attempts are revealing that, actually you are very pathetic if you say such about the subject of your office, theater and forever more to come back in the Merlin circle or next scene forever poetically projecting the content that cannot be copied or similarly reproduced, and if it is, it is the mundane's terrorized mediocrity of ignorance sound echoing forever, your mocking laughter is the sound of your own doom, I have no idea what you find so, contentions about the truth that in your case is far beyond the petty world you grasp to, in fear, this is the metaphysical theater podcast on Anchor FM a podcasting host, application available, free to download on Giga Play Store now. Messages for you. You will find the text in the Epistle to the Romans, in the fourth chapter and the fifth verse. To him that worketh not but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. I call your attention to those words, him that justifieth the ungodly. They seem to me to be very wonderful words. Are you not surprised that there should be such an expression as that in the Bible, that justifieth the ungodly? I have heard that men that hate the doctrines of the cross bring it as a charge against God, that he saves wicked men and receives to himself the vilest of the vile. See how this scripture accepts the charge, and plainly states it. By the mouth of his servant Paul, by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, he takes to himself the title of, him that justifieth the ungodly. He makes those just who are unjust, forgives those who deserve to be punished, and favors those who deserve no favor. You thought did you not that salvation was for the good? That God's grace was for the pure and holy, who are free from sin. It has fallen into your mind that, if you were excellent, then God would reward you, and you have thought that because you are not worthy, therefore there could be no way of your enjoying his favor. You must be somewhat surprised to read a text like this, him that justifieth the ungodly. I do not wonder that you are surprised, for with all my familiarity with the great grace of God, I never cease to wonder at it. It does sound surprising, does it not that it should be possible for a holy God to justify an unholy man? We, according to the natural legality of our hearts, are always talking about our own goodness and our own worthiness, and we stubbornly hold to it that there must be somewhat in us in order to win the notice of God. Now, God, who sees through all deceptions, knows that there is no goodness whatever in us. He says that there is none righteous, no not one. He knows that, all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags, and, therefore the Lord Jesus did not come into the world to look after goodness and righteousness with him, and to bestow them upon persons who have none of them. He comes, not because we are just, but to make us so, he justified the ungodly. When a counselor comes into court, if he is an honest man, he desires to plead the case of an innocent person and justify him before the court from the things which are falsely laid to his charge. It should be the lawyer's object to justify the innocent person, and he should not attempt to screen the guilty party. It lies not in man's right nor in man's power truly to justify the guilty. This is a miracle reserved for the Lord alone. God, the infinitely just sovereign, knows that there is not a just man upon earth that doth good and sinneth not, and therefore, in the infinite sovereignty of his divine nature and in the splendor of his ineffable love, he undertakes the task, not so much of justifying the just as of justifying the ungodly. 
God has devised ways and means of making the ungodly man to stand justly accepted before him, he has set up a system by which with perfect justice he can treat the guilty as if he had been all his life free from offense, yea, can treat him as if he were wholly free from sin. He justified the ungodly. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. It is a very surprising thing a thing to be marveled at most of all by those who enjoy it. I know that it is to me even to this day the greatest wonder that I ever heard of, that God should ever justify me. I feel myself to be a lump of unworthiness, a mass of corruption, and a heap of sin, apart from his almighty love. I know by a full assurance that I am justified by faith which is in Christ Jesus, and treated as if I had been perfectly just, and made an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ, and yet by nature I must take my place among the most sinful. I, who am altogether undeserving, am treated as if I h. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted, and became into four heads. And every one had four faces. I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Four mighty ones are in every man. Blake. The four mighty ones constitute the selfhood of man, or God in man. There are four mighty ones, in every man, but these, four mighty ones, are not four separate beings, separated one from the other as are the fingers of his hand. The, four mighty ones, are four different aspects of his mind, and differ from one another in function and character without being four separate selves inhabiting one man's body. The, four mighty ones, may be equated with the four Hebrew characters, which form the four-lettered mystery name of the creative power from and combining within itself the past, present and future forms of the verb, to be. The tetragrammaton is revered as the symbol of the creative power in man I am the creative four functions in man reaching forth to realize in actual material phenomena qualities latent in itself. We can best understand the, four mighty ones by comparing them to the four most important characters in the production of a play. All the worlds are staged, and all the men and women merely players, they have their exits and their entrances, and one man in his time plays many parts as you like it act 2, scene 7. The producer, the author, the director and the actor are the four most important characters in the production of a play. In the drama of life, the producer's function is to suggest the theme of a play. This he does in the form of a wish, such as, I wish I were successful, I wish I could take a trip, I wish I were married, and so on. But to appear on the world's stage, these general themes must somehow be specified and worked out in detail. It is not enough to say, I wish I were successful, that is too vague. Successful at what? However, the first mighty one, only suggests a theme. The dramatization of the theme is left to the originality of the second, might one, the author. In dramatizing the theme, the author writes only the last scene of the play but this scene he writes in detail. The scene must dramatize the wish fulfilled. He mentally constructs as lifelike a scene as possible of what he would experience had he realized his wish. When the scene is clearly visualized, the author's work is done. The third, mighty one, in the production of life's play is the director. The director's tasks are to see that the actor remains faithful to the script and to rehearse him over and over again until he is natural in the part. This function may be likened to a controlled and consciously directed attention, an attention focused exclusively on the action which implies that the wish is already realized. The form of the fourth is like the son of God, human imagination, the actor. This fourth mighty one performs within himself, in imagination, the predetermined action which implies the fulfillment of the wish. This function does not 
visualizer observe the action. This function actually enacts the drama, and does it over and over again until it takes on the tones of reality. Without the dramatized vision of fulfilled desire, the theme remains a mere theme and sleeps forever in the vast chambers of unborn themes. Nor without the cooperant attention, obedient to the dramatized vision of fulfilled desire, will the vision perceived attain objective reality. The four mighty ones are the four quarters of the human soul. The first is Jehovah's King, who suggests the theme, the second is Jehovah's Servant, who faithfully works out the theme in a dramatic vision, the third is Jehovah's Man, who is attentive and obedient to the vision of fulfilled desire, who brings the wandering imagination back to the script, 70 times 7. The form of the fourth is Jehovah himself, who en.